picture yourself at the edge of a high diving board. No matter how many times you've jumped off, you still feel those little butterflies before you take the leap. Why is it that no matter how many times we've done something before, we often feel that twinge of fear before jumping in? It's because fear is wired into who we are, but that doesn't mean it has to stop us from achieving our goals because we choose a different path. And that is why the afraid don't get paid. Hey y'all, I'm back for another episode and today we're gonna be talking about lowering your price. So this is a big one because there's so much information on pricing out there in this industry that it's overwhelming for any entrepreneur And quite frankly, there's also a lot of shame externally in terms of like the community as around coaching, around lowering your prices. There's a lot of negative connotation around it and people kind of looking down on you if you do it. And then there's also the internal pressure that we can put on ourselves as coaches if and when we do that or how we do it that make us feel like we are less than or a failure or wrong, or not good enough if that comes up, or if those thoughts come up. And so I just want to talk about this because as someone who has made a lot of money in business and someone who has lowered their prices multiple stages throughout business and have learned to deal with that, there's no shame. There's no shame. And the worst thing you can do around it is to shame yourself because Shame is really a trauma response reaction. And quite frankly, no one feels good when they shame themselves. And if you don't know what that feels to put a name to shame, I am not a licensed therapist, but I can tell you what I've heard, what I've learned from therapists, what I've learned from people in this field. It's really the negative self-talk, the deeper emotions and the feelings and the inward projection of a very dark feeling of, you know, the, the bad the demon in your head that goes like, who am I to do this? Why am I doing it? Questioning your motives, questioning your decisions, beating yourself up simply to put it, right? We've all done it in many areas of our life. And so I just wanted to talk a little about, a little bit about this whole lowering price situation. So let's just talk about some common things that are going to, one or more of these are going to happen to you in your coaching business. And that's also why there's no shame. And so the first one looks like, You raise your price really high because you get really excited, really giddy. Maybe results are looking good. You've signed X amount of clients. Things are looking great. So you raise your prices. What can happen is when you raise your prices based off of emotion, which isn't always a bad thing, and I'll share my opinions on that, but when you raise your prices out of emotion, sometimes you can raise them, quote unquote, too high. And I say, quote unquote, because It's not too high for the sake that it's too high, but too high for where you're at emotionally and where your business is at. And then you can find yourself then not being in demand or getting demand, getting leads, getting people to invest. And you start hearing a lot of no's or it feels really hard to sign clients and you realize, shoot, what did I do? And you start to, most people feel shame around this. And instead of just making a decision out of a neutral response and a neutral emotion, it's really easy to, again, the blame train, beat yourself up, be indecisive and not do it, which leads to lack of confidence around pricing, feeling not good enough. And I've been here. I have raised my prices really high 
especially in the beginning of my business, I remember raising my price to 10K and I knew I wasn't ready because one, I couldn't really get behind it. And as soon as someone didn't invest, I thought it's the money, it's the price. And so here's an indicator that you're not ready to be at your price point. If you think literally the reason no one is investing is because of price, the reason no one's reaching out, the reason you didn't hit your sales goal last month is your price, like everything is your price, that's an indicator that you have a lack of confidence and clarity and strength around that. And that's where your blame goes. Not to say for some of y'all, it might not be the case, but that's just an indicator to really be thinking about because everything does not come down to price. There are a million and one reasons why people don't invest. And so I want you to be thinking about that. And so that's the common thing that happens. And so I was saying in this story, I remember raising my prices to 10K because the industry tells you that 10K is it. Get to 10K months, 10K pricing. Like that's the thing that we all hold on to. And we're we're really, I'm just gonna say deceived and believing that's the that's when you've made it, which is a bunch of malarkey. And I had no business doing that because I was still trying to sell $3,500 packages. And it's not that I needed to sell, like there's also people in this industry that tell you, you need to hit X amount before you raise your prices. And I don't think that's quite true, but there's something to be said for for being able to sell at 3,500. Like make it make sense. If you can't sell at your current price, you don't need to be raising your prices. That's just, I'm gonna say it's common sense because not everything is, sense ain't always common and common ain't always sense, right? But- that is the more strategic way to look at it, right? Something else I want to share, and I said I'd share my opinion on this, like how do I view pricing? Knowing that I've been through everything I'm going to talk about, my pricing strategy has actually become a little bit more strategic and I'm veering back towards that. And I sort of went away from that for a while and was really into the intuitive way to do it. But the problem is that can work for me, but might not work for you. And in fact, a lot of my clients aren't naturally intuitive or like have a real strong sense of intuition and a real strong sense of like grasping when they're confident and versus when they're not. And just, again, I call this high level of emotional intelligence to discern when they're ready to price from a more emotional, intuitive standpoint, as opposed to buy the books, simple, clear strategy, math, supply and demand. I happen to be good at doing both by the book as well as what do I want to charge? What do I want to make? How do I feel? Let's go for it. Because when I'm confident, baby girl, we can lock it in, which is also why I've been able to jump in my pricing so high and go from, you know, 2K, 3,500 to really like 7K to I think, you know, 10K to 16K to 24K and, and so on and so forth, right? Because I don't always need a strategy to say, okay, we hit the third client, the fifth client, the 15th client, time to raise our prices. No, but for a lot of people, they haven't developed that emotional intelligence and just enough time in business to know themselves and know their market and know sort of where they can price. And so this is why as a business slash sales coach, my advice is actually more by the books for most people because it's just going to make it simpler and it gets you out of your head about pricing and it removes the shame and makes it quite simple. And honestly, pricing should be just that, quite simple. When you find yourself spinning out about it, you're usually making it more complicated, which leads me to my next point around pricing, right? I said lowering prices. And so people also believe once they've hit a certain level of income that it's shameful to lower prices or 
discount. I'll just put those two together. Discounting can look like truly just discounting the price, right? Like you say your program is three months, $3,500, and you say, for you, I'll make it $2,500. Or it can mean shifting. Let's say you give them half. So you give them 1.5 months, you give them half of $3,500, $1,500. So that's truly then lowering it and kind of like a downsell because they're still getting the same amount of value, just half the price, half the time, as opposed to $3,500, 3 months. You guys follow me. So there's a lot of scenarios, but Typically, that's the more accepted one in this industry. I'm here to call BS on anything that makes you feel bad about yourself and what you're doing. Now, I advise you if you do find yourself consistently fluctuating in price, not being able to define what price works for you and sell consistently, um, you know, starting to overcome objections or getting less objections, just not feeling confident in your pricing, not feeling like you can assert or tell the price, getting nervous, it's time to hire a coach. No doubt, I'm going to tell you that. Get a coach. Check me out if you're interested. Come into the circle. But what I also want you to know is that there is no shame if you do these sometimes. And so as I was saying, a lot of people think, oh, I've hit 5K marks, 10K marks, 30K marks. I've hit 100K in business. Why would I still be doing this? And it's not that you should or shouldn't really, because I'm not here to tell you that, especially if you're not my client yet. But what I will tell you is, is the shame making it any better? Is the story and the narrative you're telling yourself of why it's so bad making it any better? I will remind all of you is that most of you guys are here to change lives and make money. And if that's what you're doing, why are we making it such a bad thing about lowering your price here and there? I'm just gonna say it like it is because we've all done it. We've all said we're not gonna do it again, most likely only to do it again because there's that one person you really wanna fit in. Stop making it such a bad thing. Like what if, and this is going to sound crazy. I know coming from a a business coach, a sales coach saying this, you're probably like, what? But I'm really here to challenge your belief on why is it so bad? People go, oh, it ruins my reputation. What if they find out? First of all, people talk about pricing all the time. Even if it's in your contract, somebody's talking about it. I'm just going to say that because people are people. People are people. But let's just assume that people aren't going to be that way. Write it in your contract. Tell people not to talk about it and leave it. And the rest is let it be. But my point is by worrying about all these reasons that are going to come back to you, tarnish your reputation, someone's going to talk. And here's my opinion on this. If someone ever came back to me and said, Candace, that's not fair that that one client got an extra two month payment plan and I didn't. Well, that wasn't your situation, was it? I mean, I wouldn't say it like that, but My point being is, who is anyone to tell you what you can and can't do in your business? And that's the beauty of being a coach. It can be as personalized, the journey, the sales process, the conversion process, as you want it to be or need it to be, depending on that person. Do I recommend you start just free balling and free, (laughs) free balling? Mm, Probably shouldn't. I feel like that's something inappropriate. Free balling. I'm going to look that up because I really feel like I just said something really weird. Oh my God, y'all. I thought that's what it meant. Free balling. Vulgar slang to not wear underwear. Typically said of a male. Balls is a slang term of the test. Oh my goodness. Okay. You know what? We're never going to cut this out. This is just... (laughs) I meant to say not free balling. I meant to say... What word did I mean to say? Just free for all. That's what I meant to say. Okay. I think this is so hilarious because it just goes to show you like... We all make mistakes. And I'm also known for 
teaching people how to be themselves and make mistakes and still be amazing and make money. So we're not cutting that out. (laughs) Have a little laugh. If you make it to the 12-minute mark and you heard me explaining this, DM me and let me know. I love it. So funny. But as I was saying, it's a different thing if you literally are customizing your prices for every client because then there's some problems. And that typically means you haven't been able to communicate your value and overcome people's thoughts or challenges, perspectives around pricing enough for you to be going down that avenue. But if you're not doing that here and there, it's okay. It's literally okay. Companies give discounts all the time. Now, it's typically like, again, if I use a Target, for example, they're giving everyone a discount. But think about special incentives that they give loyal customers or customers that have spent X amount or whatever. Or stores, like think of chains or like, you know, companies that aren't running discounts across the nation, but at specific outlets, specific stores. Is it wrong and shameful and they should be punished because they didn't do it across nationwide? Like, no. And so my point is release the shame around lowering or discounting because your very like desire to do it for someone specific is probably right. You probably truly, I don't think, like, here's the thing. I really don't think there's anything wrong with meeting someone where they're at here and there. I still do that from time to time. I'll admit it, especially with one-on-one. Group is different. I'm just not available for that. But every now and then I'll meet someone where they're at and shift my package a bit to take them on as a client. And I stand on that. And you know what? Those sometimes turn out to be my, my most involved clients the clients who get the best results. But I could sit there and make it mean that I'm a shitty coach and I don't know what I'm doing and I am, I'm, I'm too amateur at this. And I could make a whole narrative out of it or I could not. I could not. And I can say I'm still a badass. I'm still bold and activate. I'm still powerful, right? And that's the thing. When you cause yourself shame and unnecessary thoughts, you are literally saying, I am not in a bold and activated state, which if you don't know about that, listen to my podcast on the one about bubbles where I talk about what a bold and activated state is, how I help my clients get into that and how it helps you make more money. But essentially you're not in that state. You're not at your highest self, your your most exciting bubbling self. This doesn't mean literally excited all all the time, 24-7, but this is about a state of being powerful and potent, a state of conviction and confidence. Shame is like reigning all over that. So the other thing about lowering prices, I think that comes up for a lot of people is when their coaches tell them to stay at a specific price or raise it. And you just maybe aren't there yet, or you're really having a hard time selling at that price. But then you feel shamed, embarrassed, frustrated, nervous, worried, anxious about going against what your coach has said. First of all, if any of my clients are listening to this and if you ever felt this way, woman up and just tell me. No need to feel that way. Because here's the thing about a coach. We're we're not perfect. We don't have crystal balls for pricing as much as people want to say. Like We can be good at helping you with pricing and still say something that necessarily you won't fully align with unless you speak up. And so again, release the shame if you currently are in a situation where your coach is pushing you much harder than you just feel that you can go. And I've actually had a client tell me this, like sometimes she needs to dial back and not sell as much 
even though my natural response is sell, go out there, push, 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 right? But of course, everybody is going to be operating at different paces. And so again, I just wanted to say this this example because sometimes you can feel that pressure from your coach or other people in your mastermind. That's another example. If you're in a mastermind and you feel like you need to keep up with everyone, stop it. It's doing it's only doing you harm and probably causing more trauma and frustration and resentment around your business. Needing to keep up is the opposite of focusing on changing lives growing and developing and experiencing joy in business. We did not get into business to run a rat race and be in competition with people that we don't even know their middle names. We don't even know their favorite color. We don't even have their numbers for most of these people that we're trying to keep up with or even random people on their internet. Stop it. Coach your brain to stop believing you need to keep up. I should have just said this is the one about prices. I think I called this the one about the one about lowering prices. I don't know. I might change the name because on the flip side, it's the same thing of thinking you need to raise your prices. Don't feel pressure to raise your prices either just because half of this industry, including myself, pitches high ticket pricing. I think high ticket pricing is amazing. It's changed my life and who I am, but it took me practice and, and a lot of failing and a deep desire to be here. Not just because someone told me, girl, raise your prices out of shame. You can make so much more. Stop doing low ticket. For some of you guys, low ticket is going to be your way. Passive items at $97, $200 is going to be your magic touch, your magic space, your magic spot. (laughs) It's okay, right? Like the biggest thing you can do in business is release the shame of whatever you're doing around your prices. But do know that under all of that, if there is fear of growing, fear of scaling, fear of raising your prices, it's possible too. I want to make that known as well. We're talking about lowering our prices and not being afraid to do that because I think this is just not talked about enough in the industry. On the flip side, you don't need to stay where you're at, underpaid, undervalued potentially, not hitting your income goals and needing to work with more and more people just to hit that goal. Equally as the same thing, I'm saying no shame, raise them rates, girl. And if you need help, this is literally what I specialize in. And so my coaching is very fluid because I do not give people the same advice. Even in a group coaching program, there's a standard process that is proven But how my clients use that and when and and the ways that they go about the curriculum is all going to be different. Same thing for one-on-one, especially because that's more custom. But my point is like, I am not a coach to just give you cookie cutter advice and say, here's what you do with your pricing. That's it. It's standard. There are some strategies and some business practices, but pricing comes down to so much about who you are and your identity Lowering or raising them, pricing in general comes down to what you've gone through in your experience, your culture, how you were raised. Did you have money? Did you not? Was money amazing? Was money evil? There's so much. And so the biggest thing, I keep saying this, the biggest thing you can do is release to shame, but also develop a closer relationship with yourself and how you view money. Because your ability to be fluid in that and raise it, lower it, And just be neutral really is what it is, is actually where the growth is. And that's something I've learned in my, going in my fourth year of business. It's like, there's no shame around what I do. Raising, lowering, 
shifting, changing, making the prices public, making them not public, putting them on the sales page, not putting them on the sales page, doing sales calls and not answering objections or not. There's no shame. I want you guys to take a deep breath with me. (sighs) Come on, seriously. Inhale and exhale with me and receive the information I'm telling you. (sighs) Release the shame. It is okay if you need to lower your price to get the client in. You're here to change lives and get testimonials and grow. It is okay if you're changing your prices only after having them hired two weeks ago and now you're afraid what people think. It's okay. Let it in. I let it in. Breathe in and breathe out. Guys, seriously, me doing that breathing exercise, I feel light. I feel really good. So let me know how this episode hit. Release the shame, release the guilt, release the thoughts, the narratives around not being good enough or to this or to that and take action. And remember, the afraid do not get paid. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to tag me on social media. Everything will be in the show notes. And don't forget to leave a review. And when you're ready, go ahead and visit me at www.candicechapman.com slash work with me to learn more about my private one-on-one mentorship where I teach coaches how to make selling more effective, efficient, and fun.